time for the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. That broadcast school has really paid off. And Christian Peck Dimmitt. Do you want to keep this job? Shut up, listen, learn. The region's only local sports talk show, discussing it all from the preps to the pros. What time is it? Dance and Simulcasting on AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State, streaming online at nwksradio.net and the Rockingham app. They are everywhere. The Blitz is presented by the Insurance Agency, the Farmer State Bank in Oakley, the Cowboy Corner Express, and Equity Bank of Hoxie, Quinter, and Grinnell. Stop what you're doing and listen. Here's the quarterback keeper, Howard to the 10, to the 5, pay dirt, touchdown Kansas State. Will Howard from 14 yards away, and the Cats are back in front. They will hand it off, and here comes Devin Neal, sheds one wildcat, still going 25, 20, 15, 10, touchdown Kansas. Real deal, Devin Neal with a juke move on the edge and a house call of 36 yards from there. Wildcats showing a lot of grit last night. What do they have here? from midcourt to Carter. Chubba gets the shotgun snap, looking to throw. Bean blitz, rolls away from the pressure. Looking upfield, he's going to take off and run. He's got a first down to midfield. 45, Chubba to the 40, 35, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Nebraska. All out blitz on the way. Get it up, Russ. Russ throws the ball to the end zone. It is caught. Touchdown, Denver. That is Cortland Sutton. Happy Monday morning, everybody. We are back on the Morning Blitz. Broadcasting on, of course, 1025 UROC, AM 730, Fox Sports, Tri-State, NWKSRadio.net, the Rockingham app. Thank you so much for joining us on November the 20th, just a few short days ahead of Turkey Day, but glad you're with us here on an odd week uh, in the world, that is for sure. But uh, Ross Volkmer, Christian Peck Dimmitt here with you for this uh, Monday program, where, of course, today we'll get our weekend winners and losers coming up in just a matter of moments. Uh, but it was a full, full weekend of sports. I know Christian was watching sports because I was seeing him write up stuff everywhere on the Twitter sphere. He was filling the <laughs> Twitter sphere full of his thoughts and comments uh, as he uh, as he went along uh, last this weekend. So I know he was doing that. Uh, so I, I feel like you were, you were watching quite a bit of sports this weekend. I don't know how I knew that, just my guess. Just that's a that's a pretty good guess, yeah. Twitter, if you if you follow me on social media, I apologize because that's probably not the greatest use of your time. Stuff in the timeline. Uh, yeah, but I'm I love I love throwing random crap at the timeline, and uh, the the Lions game uh, was definitely a a heart pounder. So I can't remember if I I tweeted sometimes in the tight games. I just kind of put the phone down and I, I get sucked into the game a little bit. Yeah, you had to be a little scared with the Lions uh, yesterday. The Bears had, what, a two-score lead on you and here they come charging back, but yeah, that had to be a little little dicey. Yeah, not only not only that, but if you, if you watch any of that game, uh, I will be the first to tell you that not only were they leading most of the game the Bears were, but the Lions just played awful. It was three and, three and a half quarters of uh, same old Lions football, which is uh, in the Detroit sports sphere, a, a big insult to call them the same old Lions. Uh, the last couple of years, it's you, we've liked to been called the uh, the brand new Lions, and that's what we were in the last six minutes of that ball game. But uh, a wild finish and uh, a brow wiper at the at the very <laughs> best. 
Better than a bed wiper, I guess. That's what you'll take uh, at this point in time. Let's move on. Uh, we got a full show ahead today. Like I said, weekend winners and losers coming up uh, in the program. Anything we don't hit on, we'll get to in the leftovers at the end of the show. I believe it was a very good weekend for Christian, or a pretty solid weekend for Christian Pactemon in the pick department. Yours truly, it was not. It was a horrific weekend. I believe it was an Ofer, an Ofer weekend, if my math is correct. So we'll check on that at the end of uh, the show. But uh, like I said, if you got any thoughts or comments, got your weekend winners and losers, hit us up on the text line, 785-899-2222. Let's get it rolling here on a Monday. There are two kinds of people in this world. There's winners and there's losers. Which ones were which this past weekend? I want winners. Loser, you're a loser. It's the weekend's winners and losers on the Morning Blitz. Want to be a winner, be a winner. All right, weekend winners, Christian. Who is your first winner of this weekend? Well, uh, this is a little bit of recency bias, but we got to talk about the Denver Broncos. A a huge winner. Broncos fans, if you thought you were feeling good before, uh, you just beat one of, if not perhaps, the hottest team in football. You did it on primetime. How does four wins in a row feel? Defense is finally starting to click. Looked pretty solid for most of last night. Forced three turnovers. Russ, if you can believe it, has not thrown a pick in more than a month. October 12th, the last time he threw a pick. Granted, he did throw two in that game against Kansas City. And I hate, I hate to inflate your hopes, Broncos fans, any more than you need them inflated. But don't look now. You're a win out of a wild card in the AFC. We, we had a texter in last week that said they're going all the way, they're going to the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. And I, if I remember correctly, we laughed him uh, off of the show. And he, he might be getting a little bit I, more correct. I as don't time think goes we laughed him here. off the show. Listener Michael. Uh, Michael is our big, uh, our big Broncos fans. We have a Mike and a Michael who are big Broncos fans on our listener of our show. Shout out to those guys. Uh, but yeah, you know, the Broncos. Yeah, I don't think we laughed him off the show. I just didn't know if I'd go that far yet. But anyway, you can continue. Yeah. Well, we can certainly go that far now. That their record, or not their record, their their schedule remaining games doesn't look all that bad. I, I believe you have both games with the Chargers and both games with the Raiders. I think I might be. You have at least three games combined with the Chargers and Raiders left, and the Chargers are looking worse and worse as time goes on. We'll talk about them, certainly, um, if only briefly. And the Raiders, as, as well as they have kind of rebounded a little bit, are still a very beatable team the way you're playing right now. you you got to feel good about where Denver's at, especially after an 0-3 and then a 1-5 and a start. This Denver team always thought that they had the pieces to be decent. Always thought they had the pieces. Always had good wide receivers, had good running backs, and of course had they always felt like they were kind of a quarterback away. By the way, the Broncos have won four in a row for the first time since. Trivia question today for you. Ooh. Ooh. It wouldn't be since like 2016. It wouldn't be since Von You're Miller. exactly right. right. It is 2016. Can you name wow. the quarterback of the Broncos in 2016? That's the other big, that's the two for big I mean, question it was, there. It was Manning, but for those wins, it was what's-his-face. Um, the guy that came in, and they won in overtime, and uh, oh, man. He's already, he's I already. I can't remember his name, he's but already he then, he then got a big me. contract from Houston. 
I don't know if it was was it Shoot. Houston. I don't think it was Houston. Was it Houston? Trevor no, Simeon, not Brock Osweiler. Trevor Simeon. Trevor no, Simeon is Osweiler. your answer today on the morning show. Wow. Uh, I was thinking of Brock. Trevor Osweiler. Simeon, the last the last quarterback to lead the Denver Broncos to four consecutive wins back in 2016. It's been a long time. Look, this game wasn't pretty, folks. I mean, the Broncos defense has ever since that thrashing they took at Miami, where they gave up the most points, 70 points, and lost by 50. They have refound, they have regrouped. They have refound. They have found themselves. Don't get me wrong. The Vikings took it up and down the field on them, but they stood tall when it mattered most. Uh, they were able to force three turnovers. That was probably the biggest difference in the game, honestly. When you have them, when the Vikings commit three turnovers, I don't think the Broncos committed one, but those turnovers played huge. And then you just want to talk about a very impressive. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't a great game from Russell Wilson and the offense perspective because. They could not score touchdowns. They could not score touchdowns. They were in a spot where they were. I mean, Will Lutz about had to win them a football game with six field goals, and it would have worked out that way more than likely if the Vikings hadn't found the end zone in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, it would have been a field goal game. But they find it. Cortland Sutton makes a couple of amazing plays on that final drive, that diving catch on fourth down, which was huge, to keep the drive alive. And then Russell finding him on the jump ball, the high point in the end zone. To, uh, to give themselves the lead, and they go for two. It was a horrible play that didn't work, but it didn't matter in the end. Didn't have enough time, and uh, the Broncos get a win. They've won four games in a row. You're back to 500. You look at the division standings. You're in second place behind the Chiefs, which you split with already. And like you said as well, Christian, the schedule is looking lighter. And this is why when we had our discussion a couple weeks ago talking about, you know, who— you know who's going to be who's the first the first and the worst and we talked about you know I said the Chiefs are going to be probably the first in the AFC because they have such a big lead but watch out for the Broncos to finish second look right there take a picture they're in second place they're right there so ton of credit to uh, Sean Payton to this Broncos team they're playing with a lot of momentum right now and I look for them to continue that momentum I'm not saying they're going to win out I'm not going to say that they'll have a stumble here or there but they're going to have a pretty good record by the time the season over, and we'll see how the cards fall, lay out and fall uh, by the time the season comes in, if they can make the postseason or not. I will say I loved that two-point conversion play. Uh, the, pit, of the pitch my, of the running back out of, of the my, gun? Because of my plus two and a half. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, had, I had Minnesota winning this game. That's no secret, but my pick was plus two and a half. So I... We're talking about wiping the brow with the Lions. It was a wipe the brow moment because uh, it kind of worked out perfectly. I got to see a nice comeback Broncos win and then still got my pick to win. So uh, a win-win for sure. Yeah, uh, listener Michael texting in saying uh, Vikings had tough defense. What a game. What a win. Playoffs are in sight. Go Broncos and go Eagles, he says, for tonight's matchup on Monday Night Football. Uh, by the way, he was right. That defense is very good for Minnesota. Uh, I'm not saying that the Broncos' offense was horrific. Uh, they just faced a really good defense. They did. Um, but it's the biggest thing. You found a way to win. Aided by your defense and those turnovers, those takeaways, you found a way to win. So, yeah, I would agree. Uh, Denver Broncos, no doubt, uh, a winner of the weekend and are really playing good right now. Who's their next game against? The next two games? Did you have that pulled up there? I thought you had the, I thought, I thought you had that up on the schedule somewhere. I thought you'd pulled up. We are. I was looking around at it. I had it uh, scrolled up a little bit on the schedule. They're they're in Denver for the Browns, and then they're they're, they're down in Houston for the Texans. Ooh, so two ooh, very ooh. winnable games. Well, However, winnable games, but challenging two very games. Tough games. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say those are some challenge. I, I don't know. Here's the thing. You've got the Browns. 
who knows? They 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 got to win against the very lackluster offensive team, the Steelers. We know the Texans are playing with with pretty much house money right now. The Chargers, as we all know, atrocious then shouldn't be, but are. Lions will be hard. Patriots, Chargers, Raiders. I mean, the last three games are certainly winnable. I mean, I, like I said, I if it's not a, I think they should be able to finish above five hundred. And and the way this season started, that'd be a heck of a second half comeback for Sean Payton. So uh, credit to Denver Broncos, no doubt winners of the weekend moving along into my winner first winner of the weekend gonna have a shout out to shylin cougar football the cougars heading to the six-man state championship after a 66 27 win over ashland on friday had to feel good for the guys and head coach matt walden uh they get revenge for losing to ashland in the state semifinals last year uh and so they've won now two in a row one in the regular season now one when it mattered the most in the postseason over ashland they will now face the defending state champ Cunningham in Dodge City coming up on Saturday. And so you have the two defending or the state defending just the seven state champs from a year ago. You have the 2020 state champs uh, for Shylin. They won it back in 2020. And so they're trying to win their second state title. Uh, but congratulations to the Shylin Cougars. Another great performance from quarterback Logan McCarty, over 400 yards of total offense. And six touchdowns in the win on Friday night for Shy Lynn, who advance into the state championship. Also, a salute or a tip of the cap to Wichita County. Uh, they're back in the state championship as well, where they will face Linden. The Wichita County Indians beat El Saline 64-28 on Friday night to advance into the state uh, finals. That uh, that sets up. Uh, so our state championships are set uh, in high school football. So I mentioned, of course, Shylin Cunningham in 6A, 8-man D2, Axtell versus South Central, 8-man D1, Wichita County versus Linden. In 1A, Jefferson County North versus Conway Springs. 2A, Hoisington gets the better of Norton uh, versus Nemaha Central in 2A. 3A, you have Topeka Hayden, and Cheney got it done again over Andale in a four-point ball game. Hard to believe, but they got it done. Congratulations to the Cheney Cardinals. Uh, yeah, they, I think, came down from a big deficit again. Cardinals beat Andale. I saw, uh, this is that, you know, you scroll on social media and it shows you posts you want to see, right? Um, and sometimes it's a little scary because you see a post about something that you were just talking with a friend about or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I saw, <laughs> I, I saw a post uh, from the Cheney Cardinals, it wasn't their official account or anything. I think it was on TikTok. It might have been Instagram, but it was uh, the kids holding their little uh, the the trophy that they the get plaque, for yeah. winning the substate. Yeah, the plaque, the plaque, and uh, it's it's with a Phineas and Ferb that audio that goes of Doctor Doofenshmirtz going. Uh, it's <laughs> if I got a nickel for every time. You know, whatever happened, I, I, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice, right? <laughs> you know, if I got a nickel for every time I beat Andale, I'd have two nickels. Not a lot of nickels, but, you know, it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> oh, what a great win for, for Cheney, that's for sure. They'll play for a 3A state title. Uh, 4A, St. Thomas, Aquinas, no surprise, and Andover Central in the other game. And 4A, 5A, Mill Valley versus uh, Cape and Mount Carmel. And 6A, Gardner Edgerton versus Derby. Those are your uh, state championship games, which will be kicking off across the state uh, coming up here on Saturday. So, yeah, I look forward to seeing that. But once again, congratulations to Shiloh Cougar football 
and Wichita County football. Both teams going to the state championship. Wichita County for the second year in a row and for Shylin, uh for the second time in the last four years. They're back in the state championship, um, so it'll be good. The last time Shiloh won the state championship, the, it was not sanctioned. Six-man football was not sh- sanctioned by Keisha, they had, but they won it in the very, I think it was the very first year of six-man football. Uh, they got it done. We'll see. At least they're for, I don't know, that might have been wrong on that. I think that's wrong on that. But nonetheless, um, they won it in 2020, and they'll have a chance to win it when it's, the football is first sanctioned by Keisha here in Dodge City coming up on uh, Saturday, which will be very intriguing, and good luck to them. And I had Coach Matt Walden, and we'll try to get him on the program. I know he's a good fan of the show, so we'll get Coach Walden on the show this week and get his thoughts going into the state championship. So there you go, my first one of the weekend. On to winner number two. Christian, what do you have? Well, I have um, one of a more creative look at it. The Broncos is pretty straightforward, you know, right? Football team, they won. They've been winning. They're a winner. This one, however, is Big 12 fans. I think are winners, not only uh, for two reasons here, not only from this weekend, they had some great games, uh, but to look ahead and now say Texas, of course, has one loss. They kind of have a guaranteed spot uh, in this title game. However, Oklahoma, OK State and K-State, all with two losses, none of them have a, a crazy difficult game remaining here, this last one on their schedule. But I think the idea of it coming down uh, to not only one game here to see, you know, who wins, but also one game for all of these different teams. You got four teams potentially that all could be playing each other in this title game. I think it's going to be really cool for Big 12 fans to see. And, hey, like I said, you also had uh, some very exciting games. Texas Tech and UCF was very close this past week. Kansas and uh, K-State, of course, was the headliner there. And that, we're, I'm sure, going to talk about it a little bit. But that paid off. That was a, a great game to watch. I had a great time. And Kansas surprised me, certainly, but I'm sure a lot of people and kept it close and was, was leading for a lot of that ball game. Uh, BYU gave okay, uh, Oklahoma a scare. Texas uh, got a little scare from Iowa State, who's, of course, been pretty solid this year. I think Big 12 fans, uh, I don't want to speak for all of them, but pretty good weekend and are looking forward to a pretty good one as well. Yeah, uh, if, you, if you don't understand the tiebreaker in the Big 12, it is highly uh, confusing. So if you need to follow me on Twitter uh, at Ross Folkmer and read the scenarios for the Big 12 football championship, um, pretty much if Texas wins on Friday, they're in. They're in. If they lose, there's still a chance that they could not be in. But uh, if they win, they take care of their business against Texas Tech, which, I don't know, Texas Tech's won three in a row since that uh, possum got on the field and they had to remove it. Uh, So they're, they're like, they're like, calling it like a god of some sort, this possum that they had to remove from the stadium, which is so Lubbock, Texas. It totally is to see a possum running onto the field. Uh, that's so Lubbock. Even though Lubbock is a very nice city, and I've been there, and it's it's a nice city, don't get me wrong, but it's it's not surprising to see a possum possibly there. But nonetheless, but there, if you want to go through that whole deal, because we'll, we'd waste a whole half hour on the tiebreaker scenarios and how it all works. I mean, Kansas State needs a lot of help to make it in. Uh, you know, if you're looking at who's probably in the best spot, you have Texas and Oklahoma are in the best spots right now. And Oklahoma, sorry, Texas and Oklahoma State are probably in the best spots. Oklahoma's probably in the third best spot. And then you've got uh, Kansas State kind of in the far back that, that needs a lot of help. A lot of things got to go right. So 
Kansas State defeats Iowa State in Farmageddon. One of the great nicknames of a rivalry. I absolutely love it. Farmageddon. Uh, that has to happen. Then they need uh, a Texas win, and they need losses by Oklahoma and Oklahoma State to get it in there. That's what they need. So they need a, they need a lot of help to get there, but it's possible. They're in that spot. So uh, we'll, we'll discuss that more as we get closer, I'm sure, uh, later on in the week. My final winner of the weekend, and mine is going to kind of piggyback off of this, uh, is Kansas State Athletic Director Gene Taylor. K-State Athletic Director Gene Taylor got a contract extension, for those that didn't know, on Friday through the 29th. Uh, 30 uh, year, just shy of about a million bucks, $952,000 a year is what Gene Taylor's going to make. And he has earned every single penny. Take a look at Kansas State Athletics, folks. I just want you to know, football beats KU, of course, and is still alive for the Big 12, or the Big 12 title game. They're the reigning Big 12 football champs. But they beat KU in a very entertaining game where they were down uh, you know, give credit to Kansas and playing without Jason, playing with the third string quarterback, Cole Ballard. I mean, give him a ton of credit. That's a very impressive showing from Cole and that and that Kansas team. They hung tough. Devin Neal is especially, he's a first team all conference running back. Bar, bar, put it in your books, it's going to happen. They ran the ball great. And if it wasn't for a freshman mistake at quarterback, that's going to happen. And a muffed punt by KU's Benny Logan, which with Kenny Logan Jr., which is a rarity because he's a like a fourth or fifth year senior, who knows? Kansas maybe wins that thing. And, and, and get it to credit to Kansas and the Coastal Leipold. They are inching closer and closer. It ain't going to be much longer, folks. 15 games in a row they've beat Kansas. It ain't going to go on much longer. That That's going to end here sooner rather than later. And that's no offense to Kansas State, who have a great winning mentality that has been installed by a coach that was once again hired by Gene Taylor and Chris Kleiman. So give a ton of credit to him. He brought Chris Kleiman to replace Bill Snyder, and it has worked out unbelievably well. And so they're in the, they have a chance at the Big 12 title game for the second consecutive year, and they're still running champs in what many people consider to be a rebuilding year. So ton of credit to that. Women's basketball was huge. Of course, we talked about last week they beat Iowa and looking good early in the season, looking like an NCAA tournament team. K-State men have looked solid so far this year. Three and two. They went one and two, one and one at the Bahamar uh, Bahamas Classic. Uh, they beat. They held on to beat uh, Providence in what was kind of an ugly game to start, but won 73-70 on Friday, and then uh, lost to Miami and former Wildcat Nigel Pack, who went off for 28 points against his former team. Uh, but K-State, you know, finishes runner-up at the Bahamar yesterday. And let's not forget about Kansas State volleyball, who has. Last I checked, six top 25 wins underneath the first-year head coach. And he's hired the volleyball coach, the men's basketball coach, and the football coach. Everything, it is no doubt the best, the highest level of success for Kansas State athletics in the history of Kansas State. It's the highest it's ever been. And it's all because of Gene Taylor. And that is why he is a winner of the weekend. So... Yeah, it's been an amazing run for Gene Taylor, and how could it not be? That's he has he is like King Midas. He is King Midas. <laughs> everything everything he, everything he touches has turned into gold, and that is the way it is at the K State Athletic Department. Not to mention all the new facilities that have gone up around campus. I've talked about this before. I've got been blessed to go do state ba- baseball uh, a couple of years now, or the last last couple of years, and I went there. I went there, you know, for, when I first met my wife. We, I was back in 2012. When I-
well, I got to go there for no wrong. It was a nice campus, but you want to compare ten years of work of in, of 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 a success and people investing in the athletic department. Go walk around campus, man. Everything there is brand spanking new. Baseball, soccer, the football stadium. Bramlage is probably the only thing that's still left that's that's original, but they've done some improvements on that. The, the, the indoor facility, the brand new volleyball arena, the indoor Olympic track facility, it's all brand new. Everything that King Gene Taylor has touched has turned into gold, and that's why he's a winner of the weekend, and and deservedly so. I, I think he gets. I think he's underpaid. He should be making a million dollars a year, <laughs> at least a million. He's close, and he will with the with the extensions and the bonuses that he can get. But he should be making a million dollars a year. Congratulations to Gene Taylor and to Kansas State. It's a home run for him. Anyway, there you go. Our weekend winners. Uh, once again, for myself, Gene Taylor of Kansas State, the Kansas State Athletic Director, as well as uh, the Shiloh Cougar football team, and a tip of the cap to Wichita County as well, making it to the state championship. And then for Christian, he's got the Denver Broncos and Big 12 football fans, the winners of the weekend. All right, let's get to a break. When we come back, we will get to our losers of the weekend. That's next here on the Morning Blitz.